Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today's show, we are talking about you and your emails and your questions that you sent to feedback at sexwithemily.com. Here are some topics. How to last longer in bed. Sex and antidepressants. Struggling with your boyfriend's bisexual fantasies. Smoking for sex, orgasms, relationships, chemistry, no chemistry. We're covering it all in this show. So thank you for listening to Sex with Emily and supporting us. Oh, and also... Want some amazing sex toys? I'll bet you do. Products, lingerie, anything? Let me ask you a question first. Are you getting enough? I mean, I bet you'd love a little bit more, right? Well, adamandeve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. I've been working with these guys. I've known them for a long time. I can't believe they have an offer with 10 free gifts. I mean, really? You order one thing and you get 10 free gifts. Like, where else does that happen in the world? First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. Which, by the way, I hate paying for shipping anywhere. It pisses me off. Free shipping is amazing. So what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? Not that hard at all. Go to adamandeve.com, select one item. Could be an adventurous new toy. You know I always talk about great toys. Sexy piece of lingerie, a fun sex game to play together. Anything you desire. Just enter offer code EMILY at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts. So go to adamandeve.com today, buy one item and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping when you enter offer code EMILY. That's offer code EMILY at adamandeve.com. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. The women know about shrinkage. Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can listen to all of our podcasts, read our blogs, check out our videos, sign up for our mailing list the second you get there because you will love our emails. And also, I really just think it'd be really easy for you to subscribe to the podcast because then you'll never miss a show again. We do two shows a week. And podcasts, to some people, they're still confused by them. They're like, I want to listen. I don't get it. Let me tell you how easy it is. You download an app like the Podcast One app, Stitcher app. It's for any smartphone. And then you just listen to podcasts. You just stream it and you can listen to it. You can also, if you have iTunes on your phone, you download the Podcast iTunes app. This is all free. And you just listen to it or listen to it on your computer. So easy. You subscribe and then you get them in your, and then you get a notification and then there's the Sex Family Show. How easy is that, Menace? Super easy. Super easy. I mean, we know this. Ten years we've been doing it. Podcasting, some people are like, oh, yeah, I totally want to yeah, do that. Yeah, podcasting's so hot right now. Can you believe it? I know. We're hot, too. <laughs> you know, want to know why? Yeah, why? Well, Menace, all this hard work that we've been doing for the last ten years just because we want to help people have better sex, 
has has earned us an award, a nomination for an award. Wow. We are nominated for the podcast awards. So I'm so grateful. Thank you, podcast awards. We are nominated in the mature category for best podcast. And all my listeners, I love you. And I would appreciate beyond if you would vote for us to actually win. It's at podcastawards.com. You can vote every single day starting March 3rd for like a few weeks, I think. So I would just save it in your browser, save it on your toolbar. Is that what it's called? Toolbar? Bookmark? Uh, yeah, bookmark. And um, vote every day. It takes you two seconds. I know you're already like on Twitter or Facebook anyway. Just got to bounce over, vote for us. We're in the mature category. And um, we'd like to win. It would feel good. Yeah, I've never won anything, come really. Come on. What? Yeah, podcastawards.com. Click on mature. Sex to Emily. It's that simple. Right. It'll, it'll be as fast as uh, me saying it. Exactly. That, me, you're already done. Like, or, they could have done it 10 times. Or me trying to put a sentence together. And here's Either another thing, way. people. And this is just my own thing. Um, and I'm cool. I've got confidence. It's fine. I want, you know, may the best team win. But I am also hosting the podcast awards um, with Dennis Miller. Mm-hmm. And I will be on stage giving out the award, hopefully, to myself. Yeah, that would be but awesome. But I don't want to give it to someone else. <laughs> I'm not that competitive. And I will celebrate anyone who wins. But really, you guys, come on. Save me from that. When you win, will you thank me? Uh, dude, no. I want you to be there. Oh, yeah, I got to remember to thank you. Hey, let's write that down. <laughs> no, I definitely think menace, menace, menace. Okay, yes. So also, um, we would love you to be our intern at Sex with Emily. I've had a really uh, vibrant intern program for the last 10 years, and we need some interns in Los Angeles. Or you could also work remotely. We're not encouraging that, but if you are, you know, fit the job, fit the bill, that might work. We're looking for a social media slash marketing intern and also a production intern who can help with video and editing and all that stuff. So email us, feedback at sexwithemily.com if you're interested. Include your resume, cover letter, writing samples, a thoughtful letter, like why you want it, um, and all that stuff. The second thing we're looking for are some seasoned sex and relationship writers. If you'd like to write for us and be posted on our blog, we would promote you. Get a lot. Of, we have a lot of readers. We have a lot of listeners. And we'd love you to join us. So email us, feedback at sexwithemily.com. That would be huge. Huge. We already have a bunch of blogs you can check out on our site. But I just think there's a lot of people out there who are talking about interesting things who have their own blogs and they might want to share. We would love that. Um, And oh, and one more thing. You know what's coming up? Very, Uh, very soon. A very important holiday. Your favorite holiday. holiday. (laughs) Very important holiday. Very important holiday. Okay, Valentine's Day is done and gone. We spent a lot of time on it, but we did not spend a lot of time on the other holiday, which is Steak and BJ Day. It's a legal holiday, by the way. Yeah, it's legal. They have cards now (laughs) at Hallmark, at, at Target. No, but really, it's a month after Valentine's Day. It's actually March 14th is the actual date, but at the Hustler Hollywood store, March 13th, Thirteenth, I am having the first of its kind steak and BJ party, and if you've never been to the Hustler Hollywood store, it's awesome. If you live in the in the I was gonna say Bay Area, if you live in the Los Angeles area or anywhere, fly in, check it out. It starts at eight o'clock. I'm gonna give a little blowjob class, but really we're gonna have like steaks. We're actually having like filet mignon. We're having like drinks and steaks to be fun, and it's a freaking cool store and there's parking in back and it's so easy and it's also I always say it's to couples they're like how do I get my partner to do this and she doesn't like this or he doesn't like that I always say go to your local sex toy store for a night and walk around that's a great I mean you can't not but help but comment on toys lingerie DVDs whatever you see there and then you guys can say well that turns me on that doesn't there's books so it's a great date night and you might get a blowjob yeah you know right a little blowjob Hopefully you will. No, never blowjob, never hurt anyone. I mean, at least you get steak. 
Yeah, exactly. If you don't want to blow job, you get steak. <laughs> it's a win-win. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got a little bit sex in the news. Menace, unless you've got your own sex in the news. Uh, i got a couple things in my own sex in Talk the news. Talk to me. Um, number one, have you heard about the... Uh, so the, the hot thing in in tech right now is wearables. So do you know what the term wearable is? So it's kind of... Uh, have you heard of a Fitbit? I have or, a Fitbit. Or uh, uh, Jawbone? I have that too. Wow, look at you. Well, I did. I lost a job. <laughs> Yeah, so, I'm Fitbit. I love it. So there's Jawbone, there's Fitbit, there's everything like that's the, what the whole like um, Apple Watch is about. It's like you know tracking fitness and stuff right. like that. But Pornhub is started a thing where they're trying to finance their own wearable. Now this wearable is actually a pretty good idea, where you would wear it on your wrist and uh, as you're masturbating for a male or female. It actually charges, so it has a little weight inside, and then when the weight goes back and forth, it's making energy, and it charges the band, and you're able to charge your cell phone if needed. So you plug it in. When you're only when you're masturbating, it charges because you're no, going up it, and down. It, it, so you're going up and down, and that's actually charging. And so you have you ever seen like one of those radios that yeah. you have to wind up? Yeah, like kind that. of like that idea. But you're masturbating with the wearable, and then so it's like having the extra battery on your wrist, and then you're able to plug it into. But why? Why not just charge your cell phone? Like, what else is it tracking? Well, no, no. Okay, let's say your cell phone dies, right? There's so there's a company out there that I love. You got to go masturbate in the bathroom. (laughs) I'm so confused. Hold on. Yeah. So, so why would you why would you care around a battery? Well, there's a company that I love. It's called Mophie. And they make a lot of different batteries for cell phones. It's the same. Those mofos. It's the same type of concept, but it's like, like a, a Fitbit that you wear as but a. But what wristband. is it? Me- but is it measuring anything or just charging your phone? It's char- It's just giving you an extra battery through masturbation. Through masturbation. Because they figure we know you guys are masturbating all the time anyway. Yeah. Why not charge your phone? Charge yeah. your battery. Okay. Do you want one? Uh, it'd be kind of cool to check out to see what it was all about. Yeah. You know? But I, yeah, they say see- females and males can use it. And uh, they're looking for, uh, they're calling beta testers. Get it? Because oh, beat it, beat it, yeah, yeah, yeah. beat it, just beat it. Yeah. yeah, which I didn't understand what that song meant when it came out. But right, that's good, I guess. Yeah. So. I thought it like measured your sexual fitness or something. No. No, it just charges your battery. Yeah. I'm just thinking battery. get a Mophie. But okay, cool. Yeah, you know what? I want one of those Apple watches, though. You do? Did they come out yet? Well, is it like a Fitbit, but better? Uh, it's coming out, uh, I believe, March 19th is oh. like the announcement. I still it want the iPhone 6. Yeah, I nice. have the iPhone 6. I love it. But I, I'm not interested in the watch. No? Not. But it me- it's care. just like a Fitbit, kind of. Yeah, I just no. want Apple to make an actual television. That's all I care about. Oh, not like, just get Apple TV. Yeah, not I mean not Apple, the Apple TV, TV plug in. Yeah, Apple thing. TV, the little box is amazing, but I want them to make an actual television because look how awesome their displays are. I for know. The it's so amazing. Crystal clear. I don't know why they don't. I guess people do use yeah. them. Yeah. Well, it's been a rumor for years. Right. So, anyways, well, I know that's it. not very sexy. I mean, Steve Jobs but, died, but, you know. <laughs> but maybe he, it was on his list when he died. You know, you die with a to do list. Yeah, I would oh, say yeah. that. You know, the days when you freak out, you didn't get everything done. I do every yeah. day. I'm like, you're going to freaking die with stuff on your list. It's not like you're going to like the day you die or everything's going to be checked off. I know. Okay. That's why I want to travel more. I need to get some more traveling. I know. I am traveling too a lot. So I'm going to New York this week. Nice. Yeah. Be awesome. Um, and I might go to Mexico next month. Okay. So we've got some sex in the news okay. beyond your beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, a South Africa man's penis gets stuck inside a married lover after suffering penis captivists. This is a real thing. Yeah. This is the craziest story of the week that I've read. It comes from South Africa. It involves cheating, witchcraft, 
public fornication and the medical term for getting a penis stuck inside a vagina forever, which I always thought was called a marriage, um, a 34-year-old toy boy, which translates to boy toy in English, was called on by his lover to come on over for, for some sneaky hot sex. So the toy boy quickly turned to whoa boy after Lothario's pleasure stick got stuck inside her married vagina. Wow. It gets worse. All right. Police had to be called in to re- restore, called in to restore order after a crowd gathered to see a cheating wife and her lover locked together during sex after the rumor spread that her husband has asked a witch doctor to put a curse on her private parts. Mm-hmm. And although medical experts say the embarrassing experience is more likely a case of penis captivists in which the woman's vagina had contracted too much and trapped the man's penis, they were unable to stop the rumor and the mob had quickly assembled. How did the, like, seriously, like, how did the crowd know? Was there, like, a memo that went out? Was there, yeah. like, like, like a, a meetup or something? Well, it's South Africa. There might, they leave the window open? Yeah. Like, how did they know? The mm. spell known as a, mo- a mothi is designed to make sure that if someone other than the husband tries to have sex with the woman in question, he will remain stuck until the husband returns to extract his revenge. The shocked couple were calling for help, which soon turned into screams as they became more desperate for him to withdraw, according to local media. To add insanity to hilarity, the crowd got so large and so out of control, the police had to use force. And a police spokesman said, we had to use pepper spray to disperse the crowd as they refused to leave and were causing huge problems. Medical experts say the scenario, though rare, is very possible. That is insane. Do you think it was the witchcraft There's and the- pepper spray, witchcraft, penis locking. Penis captivists. It sounds like a, um, a game or something that you could play, like- that's a crazy penis cap- story. Does it sound like a game kids would play outside? Yes. Penis captivist. Whoever captures your penis first. Okay. So uh, I don't even know how you avoid that. Maybe she was doing a lot of Kegel exercises or something, yeah. and she's clamped down. Speaking of Kegel exercises, my new app, or Kegel Camp, my app, I've had it out for four years now. We just relaunched it. It's so much better. It's for men and for women. Helps you have stronger orgasms. Last longer in bed. Check it out. Okay. It would not be a day if I didn't talk about Fifty Shades of Grey. It would not be a day in March. Okay, Fifty Shades of Grey has had a drastic effect on the world's Pornhub searches. Speaking of Pornhub, the release of Fifty Shades of Grey has turned the world into kinky devils, according to the latest Pornhub search stats. The site is one of the world's most popular porn peddlers, and new data shows a distinct trend in how our sexual tastes are affected by outside stimuli. Since the release of the Fifty Shades movie, Pornhub received a huge jump in the number of people searching for BDSM content in the USA as well as worldwide. That's bondage, discipline, sadomasochism. The data also shows the effect the movie has had on women, with the increase being much larger. This is presumably because women are Fifty Shades' target demographic. The free porn giant said in a statement, Cinema has come to affect our lives and views in real and meaningful ways. For instance, after the release of the film Sideways, Merlot became more difficult to move off the shelves while Pinot Noir enjoyed a 16% spike in sales. Remember that movie Sideways in the wine country? Um, Deer hunting decreased by nearly half for a few years after Bambi. In the same vein, the recent release of the film, this is really a stretch here, but I love Mm -hmm. it, adaptation of 50, I mean, it's like the comparisons, but it's true. 50 Shades of Grey has been shaking things up over at Pornhub. Specifically, people are getting freakier in their pornographic preferences, and we've got the data to prove it. They also released a more detailed breakdown of the exact terms people are searching for. So ready? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, first of all, searching for the word chains was up 
20%, dominant up 40%, and 55% of people were looking for submission. So here's the thing. Submission is up 55%. BDSM, 42%. Dominant, 40% up. Flogging up 30%. Change up 30%. Dominatrix, 19%. Spanking's up 16%. Bondage is up 14%. <laughs> Really? I mean, people are like, what the hell? Like, they saw the movie, either they freaked him out, turned him out, it didn't turn him out, something, but they want to know about it, they want to get it. And I think a lot of guys are curious because so many women were turned on by the book. But it doesn't necessarily mean that she needs you to, like, whip her with chains or a flogger. It just might mean she wants to be more submissive Will you take a more active role in the bedroom and maybe you just pin her arms back behind her head and throw it yeah. out in the bed lightly. Well, have aggressively you, but lightly. Don't I know hurt. you don't have the attention span, but did you... I have you, the attention span of a gnat. Yeah. Have you gone and seen the movie yet? I, I was there at the premiere. I did mean, the, I did actually premiere. watch it? Yeah. You kind watched of. it? I talked a lot through it, but I watched yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I watched it. Um, it's so funny. My coworker said that she got a text message from her mom saying that her mom's friend went with her son to go watch it. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And they're like in their 40s or whatever. But I don't think at any age is appropriate to go watch that with your mom. No, I know. I would not want to watch it. I, I would watch it with my mom because she read all three books yeah, before yeah. I did. I think like women watching it together yeah. cool, but, but a like guy a, and a No, 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 no. Mother, no. It's like my, I told you my dad took me to see Fast Times at Richmond High. <laughs> Remember the blowjob scene? I was yeah, like, yeah. what the hell is going on with uh, the carrot? Like, it was not It good. was weird because I, uh, my dad and I were really into 80s comedies. I love 80s comedies. I comedy. love 80s comedies, too. They were the, the best. The best. So funny. And uh, we were really into watching Revenge of the Nerds. But there was, like, there was scenes in there where it was just, like, naked, naked women. Right. You were psyched, huh? Yeah, super psyched. Um, so, yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey, it's not going away anytime soon. And, again, like I've talked about a lot on the show, I think that rather than fight it, if your partner is into it, kind of embrace it and see how you can adapt whatever it is in the movie that turned her on to work with your own sex life. Yeah. So don't be intimidated by Christian Grey. You don't need to be a billionaire, although it helps. <laughs> yeah. But we're not encouraging it. Uh, we're not saying you need that. Okay, everyone, thank you for emailing me, feedback at saxwithemily.com. I love hearing from you. But don't forget to include your name and where you're listening from and how you listen in your email. That just helps us, and we just want to know where you're from. Okay, dear Emily, my girlfriend and I have been dating since we were both 16 and are doing a long-distance relationship now that we're in school. The last six months, I've noticed that I'm having a hard time lasting longer than about two minutes in bed when I used to be able to go for 20. She acts like it's fine, but I can tell that I'm just kind of leaving her hanging and she won't give me a minute before I can go again. Whenever I try to talk about sex, she, she says that I'm being unromantic and ruining the mystery of it. Any suggestions on how to last longer or how to get her to open up a conversation about sex? Love the show, Alex 20. Okay, so it looks like they've been together for a while. If they've been together since 16, they're both in college, and now you're long distance. Here's the deal, Alex. Um, first of all, I always say it's important to get checked out by a doctor, make sure everything's running smoothly and all that stuff, but it probably has to do with the distance. You're not seeing her that often. You're really excited when you do see her. You go for long periods of time without having sex, and so you're a little too excited, a little too amped up. So 
Maybe you need to do a little pre-gaming. Yeah, totally. Before she comes. Make sure you're still masturbating before she comes or doesn't come. <laughs> we got to work on her coming too. We'll get to that in a minute. But, you know, I would work on your own ejaculatory control when you're not with her. Because it, it sounds like it's happened a few times. And what happens a lot with men, I mean, it, it's hard to say if it's just psychological when this happens with guys or if there is a physical ele- uh, physical element to it. But a lot of times it happens once, then you get anxious, it's going to happen again, and then guess what? It happens. So when you're not with her, I would practice, you know, there's certain things you can do. There is the stop-start method where you're masturbating up until the point where you're about to ejaculate, and then you stop, mm-hmm. and then you start again. And what you realize here is when you you can start to recognize that point when you're about to go over and you train your body to recognize that so you know during sex. It's also Kegel exercises are great. Like I said, I have an app that reminds you to do them every day. Um, they can help you strengthen it. I know a guy, when he was 16, he said he premature ejaculated once. He started doing Kegel exercises like a crazy person for like a year or something, month, and he never premature ejaculated again. So there's different things you can do. You can also, here's the thing, slow things down in the bedroom. Don't rush through sex. You said that you're leaving her hanging. That is your fault. Why don't you crank up the foreplay, make sure that she has her orgasms before the actual sex starts. Maybe you'll be less stressed then. And you can make sure that she has her pleasure and then you have sex and then you have your orgasm. All good. Um, you could also speed up her orgasm, use a sex toy during intercourse. You can stick one on her clitoris. You can perform oral sex. Um, you can also try Promescent, which is the only premature, which is the only treatment, FDA-proof treatment for premature ejaculation. It's a delay spray. You put it on your penis. It doesn't transfer to your partner. And if you last, it doubles the time you last in bed. Um, but also talk about it. It sounds like she won't talk about it, which she's younger. Maybe she hasn't been in a lot of sexual relationships. The thing about talking about sex with your partner is it can be really overwhelming for people who've never talked about it. They don't have the skills, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't, hey, babe, what do you think? And yeah. you feel good? You're like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It's like scary, right? Or it's like, I don't know where to start. But let her know you want to talk about it because you want to make the sex better for her and for both mm-hmm. of you. And and so tell her you care about her pleasure and don't talk about it in the bedroom because she said it's unsexy. Talk about it at breakfast. Talk about it when you're on a road trip. Mm-hmm. You know, like you got to talk about it because this is going to get, this is just going to snowball into something not good. So she's saying it's all fine that you come quickly. It's probably not if she's not having her orgasm. I mean, it's probably okay a few times, but these are all, I just gave you good advice. What do you think? Have you ever had that problem? Well, again, it's always the pre-gaming, you know? You have to do it. Just jack off before she gets yes. there? Yes. That, that works for some guys because then you go round two. Yeah. And here's another thing. If you ejaculate the first time, you can go round two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure she... Yeah. A lot of You're guys You're not do. immediately going to have sex. It's going to be a while in yeah. between. And do you know how to perform oral sex there, Alex? Because uh, <laughs> I would work on that. I have a lot of shows about it. Okay, hey, Emily, I'm a new listener to your podcast. Long story short, my girlfriend is on antidepressants, and now I can't make her come. And I miss how the sex was before she started them. I just don't feel the same connection in the bedroom. We used to attack each other all the time, and now the connection is almost non-existent. What should I do? How do I get her libido back? Should I ride it out and hope she gets off them eventually? Sign Mike. Mike, this is a tricky situation because antidepressants are, you know, you're on, you're, you're, you're sad, you're depressed, you can't get out of bed, and then they're like, here's a magic pill, and you take an antidepressant, and everything's bright and shiny, but your libido can drop from many of them, and you don't want to have sex, and it's hard to have orgasms, which is a huge bummer for many people. And so I would say first that you can't bring her libido back per se. She should first talk to her doctor. She should check her meds because a lot of times they can, maybe she's on a too high of a dose, 
they can add in another med that can help her have orgasms and bring back her libido. But um, they, she can find something that won't demolish her libido. But Yeah, she has to talk to her doctor about that. Yeah, absolutely. And then also um, communicate with her and think about things that can get her in the mood. So here's another thing. Antidepressants, yes, they do diminish your libido for many people, not for everyone. But you might have to work harder, and so might she, on thinking about the things that get her in the mood. So take the focus off the intercourse and talk about, like, enhancing the intimacy. So, like, enhance the foreplay. Like, give her a massage. Like, what turns her on? Like, a sensual touch. Like, train your body. She should be training her body to get into the mindset. Like, start thinking about things that turns her on. She can read erotica, masturbate. Prada. You know, Prada, whatever. buy her a Prada bag. <laughs> um, you guys watch YSL. porn together, use vibrators. That helps a lot of women who can't quite mm-hmm. get their own. So this is not a lost cause. And it's also, Mike, not your fault. Like, it's not your responsibility. You guys mm-hmm. work on it together. It's true. What else, Menace? Before I get to the next email. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I'm i trying to think of all the stuff with sex in the news. So you, you believe the... Uh, the Bruce Jenner stuff, like the Bruce Jenner thing is going down. Yeah, I do. Don't you? You think he's lying? I don't know. I don't want to say 100% yet because I haven't had him himself say something, you know, when he does. But isn't it that... being filmed for the Kardashians? Yeah, but you you don't know for sure because, okay, Bruce Jenner, I, I could be totally wrong. I, I probably am totally wrong, but I just... I don't want to assume things until I actually hear the person say it out of their own mouth that this is happening. But um, he's always hated the press. He like he never talked to the press. Right. And he could be punking the press just to mess with them. You I know? don't think so. No, I think I've heard story, stories that this has always been kind of a thing. People I know. They, they, yeah, they've been You're saying right. this since the 70s. In the press. And, you know? Right. I mean, sounds like, like I bet you he always was like he's with this alpha woman, Chris mm-hmm. Jenner, for a long time, and now he wants stuff. And he wants to be named uh, Belinda. That's the rumor. Is that a rumor? Really? That's the rumor. Yeah. He's already picked out a name. So it's gonna be really interesting to see like this all uh, goes down. Do you think it do- might have been like it? Maybe you say it's been like this his whole life, but what about you know he might have been a product of his own environment of being around like six That's seven what women. I thought I'd be like there's seven women like I want all these yeah. shoes and clothes it looks really fun I want to get my hair done and makeup yeah. and yeah I that's what I was joking about <laughs> that but no I think it's the kind of thing that you know for a long time and it's never it's really hard to like make that switch and I was like maybe like my kids are older my marriage fell apart yeah who cares now sex. I have a hundred million in the bank yeah whatever whatever I'll become a woman you know and does wait I forgot does he still want to date women? Yes. So he wants to, he date wants to wi- become a woman and date women, which is typically what happens. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. We'll see what happens with it. Um, so, yeah, it seems to be a trend. It seems like more and more we're like hearing about it, not like a trend, but like kind of people are. Yeah, no, it is. It's uh, out. <laughs> my, my gay buddy, he told me that it's like it's stealing the spotlight away from the, uh, the, gay from community? the gays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The transgender. The, transgender is all over the place now. It's like you we have know, a lot of transgender the listeners. Orange, we just, yeah. The orange is the new black, all that kind of stuff. They're like, yeah, it's so hot right now. <laughs> I know, squirting, <laughs> transgenders, like there's so many things happening with sex. Um, well, speaking of uh, sex, fantasies, mm-hmm. here's bisexual. Here's right. a bisexual question. Dear Emily, I consider myself sexually progressive and very open, but my boyfriend recently told me he fantasizes about sucking another man's penis and gets off by watching gay porn. He really likes watching two men sucking each other off and touching penises. When he was younger, he's 39 now, he, gave, he had a man give him a blowjob and he enjoyed it. 
He's gone to gay bars, but hasn't had, uh, but hasn't been able to get through with it. He says his ultimate fantasy is with the transsexual. I'm being as supportive as I know this was hard for him to share, and we all have fantasies, but I'm still struggling with it. Does this mean he's bi, even if he doesn't want a relationship with a man? How normal is this fantasy? I appreciate your advice, Sue. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's not as unusual or uncommon as you think. Um, the she-male, which might be an offensive but commonly searched porn term for transgender women, is a commonly reported fantasy for many men. And according to Pornhub, she-male is one of the top gaining searches of 2014, with searches expected to increase to 191% in 2015. So I understand, Sue, that you are feeling unsure about your boyfriend's confessions. Like, I don't know how I feel if my guy was like, I might want to suck penis and I watch you know, skate porn. Like, I would think... It's so different for women because if women say that, it's the, you know, our yeah, like, oh, sexual okay. identity is so, like, if you look at, the like, the Kinsey scale, like, it's much more fluid and men are more like, you're gay, you're straight. And women mm -hmm. are like, oh, I can practice, I can watch, you know, lesbians. Get down with but whatever. But for men, it's just, it's just harder to wrap your head around. And it doesn't necessarily mean he wants to take it a step further. And there is a difference between sexual preference and sexual appetite. Um, however... Uh, it sounds like it's something that he has an ongoing, an ongoing desire for, and so I would just talk to him about it and be open and honest and supportive, and let him know that you want him to do what he wants him to do and to be compassionate. Let me see: are they married or it's her boyfriend? Uh, it's her boyfriend. I mean, eh, if it's still coming up at thirty-nine, he might. You might need to just either you're going to be okay with him wanting to try this stuff, which, and if he's yeah. still a great lover to you. Or maybe he needs to be set free and go experience on his yeah. own. But you guys need to have a real talk where you are not judgmental. It sounds like you're open and you're not judgmental about it. And you just let him speak his mind and see what he really wants. And if he wants to try it, you have to decide that if you're going to be okay with it. He might still want to be with you, but wants to have this experience with a transsexual. Yeah. Do, do you know it's weird? It's, I mean, it's a little, it's off. That's okay. It's, go uh, off. But um, the lipstick lesbians that I know, they've... They've gone back to men. It's crazy. Since when? I don't know. Like All of this them? past year, yeah. Now they're like, well, one of them just got married to a man, and she was like dating women for like fifteen years. Wow, she missed the penis. I guess I don't know why. And then so then uh, this other lipstick lesbian uh, chick that I know uh, just ran into her recently, and she was dating men that I know of for the past six years. I mean, dating women, right? And then she's like, yeah, you know. Oh, what about if I want to get married to some and they guy? they want kids. And they I'm get like, older, right? Oh, what is going on here? You know, so that's why I say like women can go. Weave, women, yeah, can weave in and out. Whatever makes them happy makes them the happy. There's the spectrum, like the Kinsey scale. Mm -hmm. I was talking about. Do you know what the Kinsey scale? It's like a scale one to mm -hmm. ten about sexuality, and it's like shows that women are much more fluid. Like ten being um, like like gay and one being straight. That women like fall somewhere in the middle, or they can easily sway back and forth. But with men, it's much more. Yeah. Different. Men are usually like a two it, or three. It's like cut and. Dry yeah, but the, but you know, so with women, it is more fluid. They might grow, they may older, want kids. Mm -hmm. You know, who knows? That's interesting. I know women who have done that, but usually they go back to women. Yeah, or probably. maybe they're gonna have like. Do you who know knows? what I, I guess? Do you know what I guess is gonna happen? Because I also uh, my friends, their mother is a lesbian, and I think what will happen is they'll get back with the guys, they'll have kids, and then later on in the marriage. 
they'll get a divorce and go back to or women. Or they'll have a lot of threesomes or maybe yeah. who knows what's going to happen. That is interesting. Didn't know that. Let's see if it's a trend. Okay, so first I got to give a shout out to our sponsors. And Menace, you're actually holding one of our sponsors in your yes. hands. Down Under Comfort. I'm opening it. Menace, why did you ask me to bring you some Emily and Tony Down Under Comfort today? it smells so damn good. I love it. I know. Tell me. Do, tell me how you do you use it all the time. Uh, I use it, yeah. I'll um, probably when I get home because you know you're. Well, explain, explain what, what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so okay. Down under comfort. Um, we've already like sold out of it. Men's Health voted it the number one product you didn't know you need because it is a very unique product. So let's say this. You know how you might use talcum powder, or a lot of men use talcum powder on their balls, or we use it where we sweat in our shoes, our feet and like chafing at the gym, but talcum powder is actually carcinogenic and messy. Down Under Comfort is a light formula, it's vegan, it's a cream formula that turns into a powder. And it's, it allows your intimate areas to stay fresh, comfortable, clean, dry, and you're ready for action anytime. And it smells amazing. It's like this light citrus scent for men and women. Women can use it under their breasts, lower back, men on their balls, between their legs. and. Honestly, if you think that you're fresh and dry and your balls are great because you showered this morning and you're going to go see your girlfriend tonight. No way. Guess what? Your balls are not fresh. This all they day long. Smell. You went, Menace was like, bring me some, bring me some. It's awesome product. Down Under Comfort is a godsend. And I got another, said one of my listeners. And someone else said, after being a baby powder man for most of my life, I can't imagine a day without fit. Without this. My girlfriend is a big fan as well. Any guy who says that his girlfriend won't go down on him needs to try this stuff. She loves it. Balls are no longer lonely. Who wants lonely balls? Go to emilyandtony.com. Get down under comfort now. Use the coupon code Emily for 20% off your first order. And Minus gets them for free because he loves me and I love you. Are you taking a picture of him? Huh? I thought you were taking a picture of him. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to no? talk about him tomorrow. Oh, yeah. What else? Talk about tomorrow. I can give for your for your peoples. Right? Yes. Okay. This one is about smoking and sex. And I'm not talking about cigarettes. All right. Emily, here's my issue. I don't really enjoy smoking pot regularly, but I do have this sort of sexual neurotic connection with getting high with a sexual partner. My boyfriend enjoys smoking pot regularly, and we've gotten high together in the past years and years years and years ago before we even had feelings for another. But I haven't touched the stuff in years. The mentality that I've grown up with is that drugs are bad and you shouldn't ever do them. But of course, I had to experiment in high school. I'm 23 now, and I want to get high with my boyfriend and have sex. I should mention that I don't enjoy being too drunk or being in an uncontrollable state. Just being lifted and happy and being extra sensitive in all my erogenous zones is what I'm aiming for here. Sort of how artists feel inspired when they're high, I suppose. I guess my question is, is this normal feeling to want to experiment with drugs and sex? And can this be done safely since I don't enjoy being out of control? Thanks, Allie. Yeah, I get a lot of questions about uh, pot and sex. And it's kind of, yeah, people do say that when you smoke pot and you have sex that that you are less in your head. Like a lot of times we're really thinking in our heads and we're worried about our to-do list. And, and if you smoke pot, your body, you know, you might feel more of an all over high and you feel more stimulated in certain areas and your mind is more relaxed and... Feel, things feel more intense, slow down, you know. But it's not that this is normal. It's more about your own preference. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Just keep it real. It's amazing. Yeah, 
it's not bad. I mean, I wouldn't make a habit out of it, but um, I would try like one little hit. I mean, you don't want to lose control, you said, so don't do like a big bong hit, but try a hit. Drink lots of water. See what happens. What? I mean, it's going to be legal soon across the country. Just I know. FYI. It's I mean, but I like bad... her consciousness around drugs. And I don't want to. But I don't even say that it's like it's a drug, to be honest. <laughs> to be real, it's way safer than drinking alcohol. True. It you is. You won't lose control as much. Um, there's also Foria. Have you heard about this? The no. weed lube. My friend made this. It's, oh, wait. It's coconut oil. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it, it, he I adds mean, THC to it. And then you put it in your vagina and you wait 30 minutes and your vagina gets high and you have amazing orgasms and you can have wh- sex on it. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I know. He, yeah. So it's supposed to be good for you. I'm not F-O-I. saying that we smoke pot every single day. No, not, like not, that. not I'm now. I'm just saying that it's happened. Before. It's happened. I'm telling you, Ali, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not uptight here. I'm just going to say that I like your consciousness around drugs and I like that you don't want to lose control. I'm the same way. I've actually never really blacked out or gotten sick from being drunk ever. I've had moments I, I that are like, I can't speak about that. No, menace <laughs> does it every weekend, but I, <laughs> no, I get I it. I get it. No, you don't. No. Since when? Since a long time. You don't, you don't you don't drink. You I mean, I don't get like wasted. wasted. I'll have like a drink. Wow, good for you. Yeah, I just it's it, a new I menace. Maybe that's why so... you're happier. Maybe no, that's why. No, it's been like that for a while. Oh, okay, well, you know, alcohol is a depressant, and I honestly think that 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 pot is a little safer. I mean, mm-hmm. you can still get addicted to it, but yeah, you, you know. just feel like crap the next day. I know I always joke around like, oh, give her some tequila and this, but you know, maybe because like. I'm in my 30s and I'm not 20. In you my, can't like, right, bounce back just, like we used you can't, to. You just feel awful. I you know. know. I hate that feeling and I hate, I hate the sack. I hate being hungover. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay, another question. Emily, I started listening to your podcast on iTunes last fall and completely addicted. I listen to it almost every day and can't begin to tell you how much I've learned and how much I adore you, Menace, and Anderson, and all of your guests and expertise. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. I'm 22 years old. I've never had an orgasm. It's not for lack of trying, although I wasn't sexually active until I turned 20. At that time, it didn't seem very important to me that I learned how to orgasm. Now, however, I'd really like to know what the fuss over the big O is all about. I get turned on pretty easily and I have an amazing time during sex, of course, but I've never orgasmed during it. And when I try to do with a vibrator, I get so overwhelmed I can't continue. It feels good, I think, but I can never keep it long enough to climax. I get to a point where it feels like it's too much. What can I do to fix this? I have a boyfriend. He's absolutely incredible, but we're long distance, cross global. He's Australian. He doesn't know that I've never orgasmed. I'm just saying, I'm ashamed to say that I faked it. And I'm not sure how to go about involving him in this process or if I should. Any advice you can offer would be greatly appreciated. Thanks so much for your time and for all the love you put into your show. Lena from Minneapolis. Oh, Lena. Lena, you're so sweet. It is love. Okay, Lena, here's the deal. Let's stop with the faking of orgasms. Let's not do that anymore. That's very misleading towards men. Because, like, you talk to any guy, they're like, every girl I've been with is orgasm. Like, yeah, every girl you've been with has probably faked it. No, (laughs) you're sending them the wrong message. They think they're doing something right. They're going to learn, you know, how to make your orgasm. They're never going to really learn anything if you fake it. But that's cool. Don't worry about that. That's not not your big problem. That's not not your big concern here. You don't have any problems. Um, Toys can really be intense for some women. I'm not sure what toy you're using right now, but maybe you have it on too high of a speed. And I would say it's kind of awesome that you are long distance because now you can make this like your second job. And it's going to be a really fun job. I'm going to give you some homework. I think that you should spend every single night, 20 minutes, 
masturbating in your bedroom, doors closed, cell phone off, lock the door, play the music or take a bubble bath, get yourself in the mood because a lot about sex for women is being in the mood. And when you say you get turned on, I'm wondering, do you ever read erotica? Do you watch porn? Like are there certain images or thoughts that turn you on and just spend some time getting to know your body. I would put the, I put the vibrator aside and just start like, you know, rubbing your hands all over your body playing with your clitoris, playing, you know, putting your fingers inside, experiment with varying pressures to see what feels best. With your fingers, you can use like a circular motion, you can go up and down, faster, or slower until you find out what you like. Also, if you use a vibrator and it's too powerful, you can try it over your underwear. That can feel really good too. And you've all heard me tell this story before about my friend who took 30 days in college. She'd never masturbated. She was your age. She was 20. And after 30 days in the third week, she finally had an orgasm and she had no vibrator. She just had her fingers and she let her fingers do the walking and she figured it out. So if you make a commitment, Lena, to find your orgasm, you will be able to know how to give it to yourself. And once you know that, you can teach your boyfriend what to do. So he might not, you know, you can just say, hey, this is some things I've been experimenting with. And then you'll know how to move during sex. And again, it's not gonna happen right away. But you have to commit to this process, and I honestly think it is the most important work that women can do is learning their own bodies. Because a lot of women expect that their partner is just going to figure it out. Well, mm-hmm. once I rise penis, it's all going to come together. And for some women it does, but for many women it doesn't. But you have the power in your hands to give yourself killer orgasms and figure out your own body. Yeah, because then you can guide the the man. Like right. the same, because... They don't know, right? Yeah, Not have no idea. Rips cube of life. Like, it's they friggin' just... confusing. Honestly, and a lot of them don't even care. You know, they just want to. They just want to get to it and then yeah. have their orgasm. And then if you get there, then you know. Yeah. Cool. If yeah. not, then all right. And if you faked it, he just assumed all's well there in Party Town. Yeah. And it's so all good. Um, I wouldn't worry about it, honey. And also, you're like you started late, and I didn't have an orgasm until I was like 21, maybe. I mean, I really didn't either until my friends were talking about it, and I had to work at it. And so, there's so many things at your exposure right now at your disposal <laughs> that you can look at books, whatever, find what turns you on and spend these nights when you're not with him, turn again, turn on good times. Okay. Relationship with no chemistry happens. <laughs> okay. Dear Emily, my brother Brandon highly recommends you for advice. And I wanted to ask you a question or two, if you wouldn't mind, and it's not too much trouble. What do you do in a situation when you're in a relationship with someone you love very much and there are no problems except the bedroom? There's no spark. The chemistry in the bedroom is lacking, and he's a 41-year-old man who acts like he knows a woman like a 19-year-old boy knows a woman. I'm all about coaching and teaching, and I've told him what I wanted, but it doesn't work. I'm losing my sexual attraction towards him, although I have mentioned going to sex therapists, and he was on board. Oh, one more thing. I also cheated on him when I was away at work event last week. I didn't plan on it, but the sexual chemistry I felt with this other man was amazing. It was almost as if if it was something I needed. The sad thing about it, Emily, is I don't even feel bad about it. I know I love my boyfriend, but I just had sex with someone else. Today was the first day I felt guilty, and it's been a week since it happened, which kind of makes me feel like a sociopath. I'd love to get your expertise on this. Many women would tell me I'm with the wrong man, but I'm hoping that there's a way to bust through that barrier. Is it possible that I could still love and respect him even though I cheated on him? Because I feel like I do. Thanks in advance for your advice, Nikki. All right, Nikki. Wow, I can totally relate to all of this. (laughs) Yeah, you can. You'd be the expert. I am the expert here. Okay, so um, you're in a situation that is very, very common. You lose the spark. The chemistry goes away after a while in a relationship. 
completely like I want I hate when talking about sex being on terms of normal not normal but it's very typical that this happens and you said that you, he wants to go to a sex therapist with you I would recommend that I would recommend going to a therapist and figuring out what turned you both on because you're losing that chemistry because you probably have been you know maybe you have kids or you both are working or you've just been together a long time and this is what happens when couples do not maintain that spark and prioritize their sex life. And so, you know, like the chemistry is going to go and, and you're going to have to work on it. Like you, I, you've heard me say, you can watch porn together. You can try mm-hmm. sex toys. I'm assuming you've probably tried this stuff. And it seems like maybe you guys are just too like far gone now that you need to go see someone. Yeah. And somebody is going to tell you to come clean about it. Don't do don't it. Don't come clean. <laughs> don't tell them. And listen, mm-hmm. I've cheated before and not felt guilty. I'm a reformed cheater. Um, I think I felt guilty that I didn't feel guilty. So I probably <laughs> felt like a sociopath. Yeah. Um, and it was the same thing in a relationship where we didn't have a spark. And I, um, I really tried to go back and make it work. And I, I honestly don't think this one-off cheating thing had anything to do with it. It just made me realize like, wow, this is getting to the point where I need to work on it. And so I went back to my relationship with my boyfriend. I didn't, again, I didn't tell him. And I don't think that you need to tell him no matter what people say. It was a one-off thing. I hope you don't do it again because really you should break up with someone before you want to have sex with someone else. But you got to turn the focus back towards like, how was it at the beginning? I'm sure it was amazing. I'm sure you had sex all the time. How can you channel that energy? Like, what were you doing at the beginning? You know, trying things new, like letting him know what what turned you on. Um, I don't think that you should leave him. I think that you should try to work on it. No spark is a huge problem. And sex, you know, you say at the beginning, like a lot of people, everything's great, but the sex. Well, when the sex is a problem in a relationship, it takes up 90% of the problem. When it's not a problem, sex is like a 10%, 5% thing. Like everything's great, but it's huge. That's how you stay close and connected because then you're just roommates. So um, if he's open to therapy, try it. And the cheating thing, you know, again, let it go. If you did it once, don't feel bad, but don't do it again. There's something you're missing from your current relationship. And if that need isn't fulfilled, there is a possibility of it happening again. So run, do not walk towards finding a therapist for you guys to go see right now. And yep. do it. Yeah, it happens. Chemistry fades. But, but you if get you it do back. cheat again, then just break up with them. <laughs> yeah, but don't cheat again because that's just a quick fix. That's like yeah. a drug. That's like, a, oh, this person, chemistry, blah, blah. You mm. can channel that and get it back with your boyfriend. It's going to take work. But sexual homework is fun work, people. I'm not like telling you to go like do some long math equations. I'm like... Oh, go see if you can have multiple orgasms by using this toy or whatever. Watch porn. Have a good time. Good luck to you. Thank you for writing me. Uh, Lena, let me know how it goes. Okay, that's all we have time for. Already? Wow. I know. You sad? I love seeing you. I'm just sad that we're going to have to depart now. I know. I know. I love it. Well, um, Menace, thank you. And thank you for being part of our our podcast, Sex with Emily, that was voted Mm -hmm. for an award. The best award. (laughs) I know. So go to um, podcastawards.com. Vote for us every single day. Just Please. once a day. And um, what else? Anything else? Follow Menace, M-E-N-A-C-E, yeah, on Instagram and on Twitter. Twitter and Instagram. I love hearing from people. So if you tweet me or uh, say what's up on Instagram, say I what's like up. that. Just, you know, and just let, I know people are listening, but it's cool to I know. I love them. hearing from it, too. Like, uh, follow me, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, and like my Facebook page, facebook.com slash sex Yeah, you can just say hi. It's not a big deal. Yeah, and I always want to hear, like, what, you know what's funny, Menace? Mm-hmm. Remember when we used to do shows about, like, the hand job debate? Da, 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 yeah. And people would, like, talk about specific things, that, like, ongoing in the show that we talked about. But I feel like right now people aren't commenting as much as they are, like, asking questions. So if there's certain things about the show that you liked or didn't like or topics, like, let me know mm-hmm. and take the survey on my website. 
because we're always improving the show. All right. Even though we're nominated for the best podcast. I'll, I'll work on a strong debate for us to debate about. Freaking hand job debate went on for five years. We'd have killed yeah. it. Um, okay, everyone. Thank you for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, everyone. Thank you for listening to the show. And thank you for trying to have better sex because that will make the world a better place. And if you are suffering from let's just call it premature ejaculation, or you just come a little bit sooner than you'd like to, you can check out Promescent. It is a quickly absorbing delay spray, and it allows you to have the sex you want. Um, you can focus on your part. You, you can now focus on your partner's hot body, and you don't have to think about baseball when you're using Promescent because it helps you last longer. It's a delay spray. It doesn't transfer to your partner, and you will last twice as long and close the orgasm gap because men just they tend to come quicker than women. We take 20 minutes. You take between four and six minutes. We take 20 minutes or longer. This will close that gap. Go to promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. Check it out. Thanks for listening.